The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We'll hear from Liam Herrick, the Executive Director of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, in a moment. But first, Fianna Fáil Senator Malcolm Byrne is with us because, Malcolm, you've introduced the Protection of Private Residencies Against Targeted Picketing Bill to the Shannad, and it could lead to six-month prison sentences for those who offend. Tell us what's involved and why. Well, first of all, Matt, I think uh, there shouldn't be a need for a piece of legislation like this. Um, I'm a very strong supporter of the right to peaceful protest. I've taken part, like so many others, in protests and vigils uh, over the years. uh, And that doesn't impact on peaceful protest. Uh, What this does is it prevents uh, targeted protests taking place outside individuals' homes. One would hope that, you know, and I think most protesters would uh, believe that people have enough cop on not to protest outside an individual's home. If you have an issue with government policy or what somebody said or did, you can protest uh, outside their offices, you can protest outside, in the case of government, outside Leinster House or government departments or government agencies. But I think the protesting outside an individual's home uh, is off limits. Um, I think we're talking about the balance of rights here and while individuals have a right to protest, an individual or another individual also has a right to their own privacy, uh, to the sanctity of their own home and not just them, but their family uh, as well. And some people thought this just applies to politicians. It's not. As we know, we've seen protests outside journalists' homes, uh, outside the homes of um, you know senior medical personnel in the US. We've seen it arise where there have been protests as well outside the homes of judges. And how would it apply for, because there's been a lot of concern recently about protests outside uh, refugee centres? Well, I, I, I believe the legislation could cover uh, those circumstances. So this covers targeted protests uh, outside uh, an individual's home um, and the, legis- the, the, the legislation defines it in terms of where it is essentially their, uh, their princi- yeah, somebody's principal residence. Even if it, it's a temporary even, situation even if it's a temporary as a residence. refugee? But it's where, yeah, but it's, it's where you call home. It's where you reside. Uh, and if you're not happy, I mean, why are you, you know, why if you're not happy with government immigration policy, do you choose to protest outside what is, you know, where there, there, there is a family and target some of those families? You can protest if you're unhappy with immigration policy or we want to make your views known on it, you can protest outside the Department of Justice or outside Leinster House. And how would you define protest? Uh, So it's where you talk about, and it's defined within the legislation, but essentially what you were talking about is where a number of individuals, and this is where it is targeted, uh, where a an individual or a number of individuals uh, for a particular period choose to gather outside uh, the residence of an individual uh, with the specific purpose to uh, target and harass uh, that individual. But there's a listener here saying what you're doing is an attack on freedom of speech and freedom of protest. Uh, it's, it's not because no right, uh, I mean, every right comes with a responsibility. And uh, that person, uh, you know, their freedom to express their view is not inhibited in that they can protest outside Leinster House. They can protest outside, uh, you know, wherever venue they want to. This is about a competing set of rights and we've got to get that balance right. And if that person wants to protest uh, and target an individual in their own home, what that person is doing is they're infringing on an individual's right uh, to privacy uh, and the right of, of, the, of the other person's, uh, that their sorry, family does, to privacy. Does this also cover protests that block traffic, for example? Because yesterday we would have had yet again a protest in the East Wall area of Dublin which blocked part of the Port Tunnel for about 45 minutes. 
No, this legislation is very specific. Uh, it refers to private residences and targeted picketing. So it is where you deliberately go to an individual's home uh, for the purpose of targeting that individual uh, with a protest. So is it this motivated cover... by personal experience? Uh, no, well, I've, I've never had. Uh, it's it's not. I mean, the, I introduced the bill during the time when we would have seen uh, protests outside uh, the homes of, for instance, Stephen Donnelly, Simon Harris. Uh, there had been protests outside the homes of certain journalists and medical personnel. Uh, and I felt that it was completely inappropriate. I think we've all experienced, uh, I've, I've had a protest outside my office. I've had a brick thrown through uh, the uh, the window of my office. Um, I, you know, the right to peaceful protest, I will always defend it. But I think we have to draw a line and we have to defend an individual's right. And when we talk about individual's rights, the right to privacy and the right to the sanctity of your own home. Okay, Liam Herrick, Executive Director of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Would you support this legislation? Uh, no, Matt, we wouldn't. Um, we think that legislation of this type is, is a blunt instrument. It's very broad in its scope and it does present a very significant interference with the right to right, right to peaceful protest. Um, so it's I, going to somebody's house, a peaceful protest? Well, I, I think this is... The first question is really, you know, is there a necessity for this legislation? The question of a need. Uh, Malcolm referred to the fact that when he first proposed this legislation, it was in a different context. There was a pattern around that time of protests in relation to COVID around certain politicians and other public figures' homes. That dissipated. Uh, It is something that does happen from time to time and it shouldn't happen. Uh, I, I agree that in general, protests should be directed at public buildings and public spaces. But, um, is it of such a significant problem now that we need specific legislation for this, which would apply to 200 metres around the residences of all politicians, for example, or all public figures, and would encompass a very broad range of behaviour being categorised as protest? One of the most severe types of interference with the right to protest that we've ever seen. And there's a global context for this in Britain at the moment. We're seeing the government there introducing incredibly wide-ranging... Did, 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 this isn't happening like Malcolm, the UK legislation. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll come to this. Please. I mean... We either take a blunt instrument and introduce very broad legislation which could have a very disproportionate interference with the right to protest or we try to look at what's happening and see if the existing laws are capable of dealing with that problem. The right to protest is a right to peaceful protest and some of what we're seeing at the moment is people engaging in criminal activity around protests which the guards can respond to and we also are dealing with a very serious problem being identified by a a number of politicians, particularly women, of being subject of harassment, violence, threats and assault, all of which are criminal offences under the existing criminal law and very few... And has led to some successful prosecutions indeed. Indeed, and very few have anything to do with protests. If we listen to, for example, Holly Cairns and Nasser Hurrigan last week on The Late Late Show documenting very, very serious threats and assaults against them, none of which was to do with protest. So I think this is a blunt instrument to deal with a problem that exists, but I don't think is the most serious problem. I do think that there is a significant problem with an increasing level of dehumanising and uh, negative attacks on public figures, including journalists as well as politicians and even uh, legal figures from time to time, which merits a separate response. And I think we can talk about that. And I think the Oireachtas is taking this seriously and is setting up a task force to look at questions in security. But I I think that this is the wrong measure. Uh, And I think we do need to look at using the existing criminal law and civil law to try to deal with these problems 
problems as they happen. With regard to the protests at refugee centres at the moment, the Garda Commissioner has said that the guards are looking at this very seriously in terms of criminal elements, in terms of conspiracy and other measures. So I think that there are tools there for law enforcement and we should try to exhaust those first. Malcolm. I, I, I think that, and I, I totally accept, Liam, that there are other issues that we need uh, to address in terms of where there have been, you know, uh, personalised attacks against politicians and everything else. But this deals with very specific instances. Uh, and yes, they're, you know, they're not a, a very regular feature, but they are an increasing feature of our political discourse. Um, this has been, I mean, we've, we've seen legislation similar to this introduced in the United States and Canada where incidents like this had become uh, more frequent. The US Supreme Court has upheld uh, this legislation. And Neem knows when you talk about civil liberties, it's all about balancing rights. So the question is, is does the right to protest supersede at the right of an individual to be able to reside and their family to be able to reside in peace inside yeah. of their own home. And frankly, my view is there are better places to protest and it should be a criminal act uh, if Liam, you target somebody. Because maybe protesters outside a politician's home are not throwing bricks like somebody mm, did yeah. in through the window of Malcolm's constituency office, which could lead to criminal charges. But even the mere fact of having a group walking up and yeah. down chanting outside your home could be intimidating for the politician, but also for their family. It certainly could be. And I mean, I'm not going to... Sorry, it, it, it is, Liam. If you have young Sorry, children in a home... Can you let me yeah. finish question. the question? I mean, you know, of course it can be. And of course it's something that shouldn't happen. But if we start introducing legislation for something that has been conceded as an isolated incident, when does it end? Now, I would contrast this with another situation where there are proposals for legislation to look at protests, and that's around maternity hospitals, where there has been an established pattern by organised groups for decades of trying to interfere with women making decisions about their health care. And the reason that the government and the Oireachtas and indeed the Citizens' Assembly leading up to the repeal referendum felt that this was a specific situation where a specific measure was needed was because doctors were saying... We are experiencing this not just in an isolated context, but consistently over decades. So I think this is an exceptional case. I think the case has not proven that it's necessary here. Now, there's a criminal law there to deal with people who break the law. If there are persistent protests which present a nuisance on an ongoing basis or indeed block traffic, the civil remedies are also available to people to go to the courts who will balance rights in an individual case. But if we talk about the practical applications of a 200 metre zone around every politician's residence, as Malcolm knows, there are politicians and members of the Oireachtas who have homes within 200 metres of Leinster House itself. No, but, but, but hang on, and this isn't, uh, let me be very clear, this isn't just about politicians. So specifically to talk to your point, so the Irish Council for Civil Liberties favours buffer and exclusion zones around hospitals. But let's say we introduced those and then we didn't have exclusion ro- uh, rules around the homes of doctors who work in those hospitals. Your argument by logic is that those same protesters could engage in targeted protesting outside the homes of those doctors and medical personnel. And we have seen protests outside the homes of medical personnel. Okay. 
like and increasingly yeah, in the United that. States that's been the case. It has happened in the United States and thankfully it hasn't happened here. I mean, we need to respond to real problems in society as they happen. And I mean, I, I, I don't by any way minimise the isolated instances that have happened around politicians' homes, but if we introduce legislation on this kind of a basis, at this kind of a threshold, I think it's a real slippery slope okay. to restrictions on protest. Is this legislation, is, you're the, not the Minister for Justice the, introducing the, this, the, but the, gov- the, government has, the government has accepted it. It is now, uh, we debated at the second stage this afternoon uh, and it was agreed uh, to go to the Oireachtas Justice Committee, chaired by my friend uh, James Lawless, TD. Um, it, ha- it received cross-party support. Uh, I, I, I did notice how, you know, Liam seems to think and, and was defending almost the right to, you know, for people to protest outside politicians' homes. But when I raised it around medics, uh, he thought, oh, OK, we're going down a slippery slope here. This is not That's acceptable outside. Of what I said I'm sorry, but, but here's yeah. the question, Liam, is if we do start to see protests, if, if we do introduce buffer zones outside hospitals and protests then arise outside doctors' homes, uh, will you still argue for the right of those individuals to protest outside doctors' homes? Uh, this is about oh, addressing a problem. This is about addressing a very serious problem. And the counterexample here is you're conceding, Malcolm, that this is not a widespread or consistent problem now, yet you want to legislate for it anyway. So, I mean, I think if we start having restrictions on constitutional rights in legislation on the it's basis of something protecting that might the right happen, to privacy. Then, then, then I think we're in a dangerous territory. I completely understand the motivation of this legislation and I know where it's coming from. It's well-intentioned and I think that we all should be taking seriously any threats against politicians and attacking our democracy. But I think this is a disproportionate measure at this okay, time. OK, we've got to leave it there. Liam Herrick from the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, Senator Malcolm Bernafina Fall. Thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and ever.